calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. From the creators of the hit kids podcast, Too Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. Listen to mysteries about true histories on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This creepy tale, Story Club members, might make you stand on a chair and scream. It's one I call Oh Rats. Liam Hall sprayed down the concrete floor with a blast of the hose. Dirt and grit turned the water the color of coffee. There are better ways to spend my Saturday, Liam thought. Cleaning the garage is the pits. He dropped the hose, grabbed the push broom, and brushed the dirty water and mud out of the garage and onto the lawn. I'd rather be inside watching the baseball game with Dad, Liam thought. I'd rather go to the dentist than do this. On Thursday, a dust storm had swept through town, leaving a thick layer of dust over cars, houses, and inside garages. At least this garage in particular. Liam had accidentally left the garage door open during the storm. He often entered the house through the back door in the garage, and he often left the garage door wide open. They'd only moved to a new neighborhood a little over a month ago. The house and the garage were clean when Liam and his family moved in, but not now. Now that the garage is filthy, his father had told him, you're gonna spend Saturday cleaning it instead of being out with your friends. Maybe this little task will remind you to keep the garage door shut. This was hardly a little task. It seemed like there was a solid half inch of brown dust caked on the concrete floor of the garage. It would easily take him all day to get the place back to the way it was. Liam's feet slipped on the wet floor. He caught himself. I gotta be more careful, Liam thought. I'd hate to fall and crack my head on this. He picked up the hose again, adjusted the spray nozzle into a jet stream, and launched another assault of water onto the dirty floor. Another mini tsunami pushed a wave of muddy water across the garage. The water seeped under some old boxes in the corner of the garage and then disappeared. Strange, Liam thought. Where did all that water go? After he moved the old moldy cardboard boxes from out of the corner, he made a discovery. A door. A tiny cast iron door approximately three feet by three feet in diameter lay in the floor. Liam heard the water seeping through the cracks of the door and dripped down into somewhere unknown. But what was even more strange than this hidden door was the old padlock that locked it. The lock looked stained with about 50 years worth of rust. That's about the age of the house, Liam thought. 
Why has this door been locked all this time? And who has a hidden door in the floor of their garage anyway? Liam doubted it was any kind of storm drainage. Besides, storm drainage is usually a grill, not a door. Where did this lead? Only one way to find out, Liam said aloud. Opening his father's toolbox, Liam grabbed a hammer. He took the tool back to the little door on the floor and banged on the rusty lock. Whack, whack, whack. It only took three hits on the lock with the hammer to break it open. It was so old and rusted. Liam put the hammer and broken lock aside. He moved the latch that held the door in place and then tugged on the handle. The door creaked open. A hinge of spiderwebs clinging to the bottom of the door stretched and snapped. The webs were as thick as carnival cotton candy. And then, the smell. The pungent smell of moist dirt, mold, and decay. Liam held his nose. On the back side of the rusted iron door, there were scrape marks, hundreds of them, dug into the metal. They look like scratches, thought Liam. Like someone, or something, was trying to scratch their way out. The thought of this made the tiny hairs on Liam's neck stand up on end. Then, he heard something down in the deep, dank hole. A pitter-patter kind of sound like tiny feet, hundreds of tiny feet scurrying about. Liam peered down into the blackness. He saw nothing, only heard it. Opening his father's toolbox again, Liam grabbed a flashlight. He took the light back to the hole in the floor and shined the beam down. Liam saw that this wasn't a hole, but a concrete tunnel. Was this part of the sewer system or something? There was movement. He shined his light down upon it. The floor of the hole? It was alive. It moved. Rats. Hundreds and hundreds of rats made up the floor of the tunnel with black matted fur, stained yellow teeth, and long, sharp claws. Their narrow black eyes caught the light of the flashlight and reflected back red, giving them a demonic appearance. They all moved in unison like an electric current. And then, all at once, the rats stopped and peered up at Liam with their fiery eyes. Liam dropped the flashlight, grabbed the iron door, and slammed it shut. He reached for the lock, the broken lock. And then he could hear it, faint at first, then growing stronger. Scratching. The rats were scratching on the bottom of the iron door. Then the door bumped. They were trying to get out. Liam searched around for something else to lock the door with. He could find nothing. Then he decided to make himself the lock. He would stand on the door. Surely his weight plus that of the door would hold the terrifying rodents at bay. But Liam was too late. The door sprung open, and the garage floor was littered with a few dozen scurrying rats, all scampering toward him. He grabbed the hose, aimed it, and fired a jet stream. Eleven rats surfed backward on the wave of water, wiping out back down in the hole. Then, twice that many rats climbed out of the hole as reinforcements and attacked. The powerful hose could not hold them back any longer. Liam dropped it and ran. He went for the back door of the house, but the rats had already cut him off and were starting to surround him. The camper. Liam's dad had his pickup truck with a camper on top parked in the driveway. He tried the truck door, locked. Running to the back of the camper, he found that door locked too. There was an aluminum ladder on the side of the camper leading to the roof's luggage compartment. Rats can't climb a ladder, Liam thought. Certainly not a metal ladder. There's nothing for their claws to dig into, not like wood. Liam grabbed the first metal rung and flung himself upward. He was soon on top with a quick effort. He peered over the side of the camper. The driveway was a carpet of moving, mottled black. Its thousand black beady eyes gazed up at him. Can't get me up here, Liam said. No way you can climb up a metal ladder. 
Liam was proven wrong. The rats did climb the ladder. They leapt up the metal rungs one after another, climbing over each other, forming their own living ladder of grasping claws and frantic bodies. They raced up. Liam was trapped. Liam? He suddenly heard. Liam, are you alright? Liam opened his eyes. His father stood over him. Y you okay, son? Looking around, Liam realized that he was laying on the floor of the garage, clutching the hose in one hand and the push broom in the other. His backside was soaked with muddy water. What? Liam asked. It looks like you slipped on the wet floor and bumped your head. His father inspected the back of Liam's head. Huh, no blood. Good. Liam rose. I think I'm alright, but I had the weirdest dream. There were rats. Rats everywhere. Rats? His father asked. Huh, that is weird. Speaking of weird, want to see what I found? Liam's father moved some old moldy cardboard boxes from out of the corner of the garage. Look, he said, a door. A tiny cast iron door, approximately three feet by three feet in diameter, lay in the floor. An old rusted padlock locked the door. A lock that looked stained with about 50 years worth of rust. Liam's dad grabbed a hammer. Whack, whack, whack. It only took three hits on the lock with a hammer to break it open. No, Dad. Liam warned. Do not open that door. Liam's dad had already done so. Hey, Liam, come look at this, his father said. It's a tunnel of some kind. A hidden tunnel. And the floor, it looks like it's moving. I gotta admit it, beloved listeners, I think rats are actually kinda cute. But, you know, one rat, not hundreds of them. When it comes to a pack of attacking rats, I get a serious case of the heebie-jeebies. And that's not okay. But do you know what's more than okay? The fact that R.L. Stein Story Club has the best fans in the world. Our merch is selling like hotcakes, and I'm so proud to flaunt my Story Club threads in solidarity with all of you. Be sure to pick up your Story Club t-shirt, hoodie, or cap at gokidgo.com if you haven't already, and join our awesome army of phantom lovers. It's October, people! We're obviously all gonna wear our Story Club styles for Halloween, am I right? After all, this is our month to shine. And, of course, join me back here tomorrow for another eerie episode after you pick up your scary swag at gokidgo.com, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little fright every day. Ivy out! Go Kid Go! Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features, like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. 
So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. 